can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito. The Celtics-Pacers Game 1 of 2-game stint just ended. Uh, Tatum missed a game-winning three-pointer as time expired. And we'll dive into that in some of the, in the back half of today's episode. But going to break this into two different sections here, the good and the bad. Uh, and I want to start off with the good because there definitely was a good amount of it. Uh, I'm giving player the game here. You know, if if Time Lord didn't let up that, you know, layup at the very end to Sabonis, I probably would have given it to him. Uh, he looked really good tonight besides that one play. Granted, honestly, it might have been Grant Williams' fault for not switching. Uh, but regardless, I'm giving it to Peyton Pritchard. Looked real good, uh, shooting five for five, three for three from three, hit a three-pointer that he must have been 35 feet out. Uh, great drive and dish to Grant. So had had a couple assists, two steals, uh, plus nine overall. Actually led the team in plus minus today. So uh, really solid game from him. I loved, love watching a bench that – just goes out and does their thing today we had that uh had that more than we have so in the first couple games Uh, another bench player that played really well was robert williams uh you saw a really nice block on sabonis to end the first quarter um and then i guess following up right off of that block he bites on a pump fake and gets torched for a layup so again you see a little bit more of kind of the up and down of that is Robert Williams and that we've seen the last couple of years here, but I uh, had a great putback slam off of JB miss. Uh, he pulled up right in front of the three point line, uh, which is something that we haven't really seen from him outside of, you know, really end of shot clock type shots. Uh, but he sunk it. Uh, looked, looked really good. End of the game with, I want to say it was four steals. I mean, if I'm if I'm looking at these stats right, uh, including a, a massive trap and steal with 14 seconds left uh, that led to the Marcus Smart layup to go up one. Uh, so he looked he looked really good. And then you got another guy in in Jeff Teague. Uh, they played a lot of minutes. 22 minutes for Teague. 22 for Robert Williams. 23 for Pritchard. Uh, 23 for Grant as well. So I'll kind of dive into that in a little bit here moving forward, but um, Teague did what Tatum should be doing. Not necessarily with the the 9 points and 0 for 6 from the field, but he got to the line consistently. 9 for 10 from the free throw line, uh, which is something I'm, I'm happy seeing. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, can put up points, and really solidify this bench. I think our bench played really, really well tonight. Uh, we could have used a lot more scoring from our starters. Uh, I mean, you see Tatum, 25, Jalen Brown, 18, Smart, 11. I mean, realistically, like we had Robert Williams and, and Pritchard 
higher than three of the five starters. So it's something that, you know, normally we rely so much on our starters to, you know, get the job done. And it was really the bench that provided a lot of the spark. Uh, I mean, even if you look at the the lineup at the very end of the game, uh, you had Pritchard, Teague, and Robert Williams out on the court for a good chunk of it. So, um, you know, it's something that bodes well for us moving forward if we can get some sort of consistency out of them. Uh, So it's good to see on that end. Um, The other, I guess, highlight of the first half would be, well, not of the first half, but is Tatum and Brown. Uh, you saw Jalen, again, be much more consistent than Tatum. And it's not it's not good to see. I mean, it's, it's great to see Jalen Brown doing his thing. Uh, eight of 13, four assists. He played phenomenal on the offensive end uh, as far as you know Cisco he had a couple of fantastic assists he ended he ended the night with four again so he was bringing up his assist numbers um, but he just had another another great game attacked and dish corner three back-to-back plays a uh, couple of steals so he's doing he's doing Jalen Brown things, uh, and we we need to see a lot more of that. I guess we need to see it every game moving forward. But we really need to see a lot more cohesiveness throughout the starting unit here. Um, Tatum nine to twenty one did get to the line a little bit more. I mean, two of those were really all because of Jalen Brown with the steal and then he got fouled on a fast break that Brown just kind of dumped it off to him. So still not doing what he needs to do on the offensive end, getting to the line end of the night with 25, 11 rebounds, five assists. He turned the ball over five times End of the night with a minus six plus minus. I don't put a ton of stock in plus minus all the time, but I mean, you saw it tonight he keeps the ball in his hands. I, I, I'm still trying to understand, wrap my head around the last minute, the last second shot. You know, he inbounds the ball with seven seconds left, holds it for four seconds, and then chucks up a three where he's, you know, four feet behind the line. I just I don't understand, and I'll kind of dive into that, I guess, in the, the back half of this. Um we saw a pretty solid performance from Tristan Thompson. Uh, seven points, eight rebounds, a block. Played pretty well for the most part against Sabonis. Uh, but it's it's not enough. I mean, really, Sabonis torched us. Brogdon torched us. They had a, a really, I guess... Uh, balanced attack on the offensive end and we'll dive into that in a little bit as well a lot of it came from turnovers uh fast break points so we'll kind of dive into some of the negative coming up here in a little bit to i guess wrap up on one other good note um i would say the big the big 
thing that the Celtics did really well was move the ball better than they have in the last couple games. You didn't see as much iso ball. Um, And when you did, I mean, Tatum drove to the lane a little bit more today and did bring up his assist numbers. So we see see more assists from Tatum, Smart, and Jalen, which is good to see. So I'm hoping that we can build off of that moving forward. Uh, You know, I, I wish this podcast could be a little bit more heavily favored toward the positive than the negative. And if the outcome were different, you know, maybe that would be the case. But I want to dive into some of the negative parts of the game and really where the Celtics need to improve moving forward. And we'll be able to see really all those changes come into fruition on Tuesday here against the Pacers again. Uh, So quick turnaround, same team. Uh, Should be a good game. So before we dive into the second half and talk about the negatives of today's game, uh, pause for a quick break for an ad. Uh, My sponsor, Anchor. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Uh, Again, Celtics downed by the Pacers, 108-107. Want to talk through... I guess really the negative parts of today's game. Uh, and it's it really just boils down to, again, the same issues that we've had in the last couple of years. Third quarter inefficiencies. Uh, had a lead going in at half uh, and then went 39-28. to 28. We got outscored. We actually outscored them in the fourth. So we, again, played better for three of the four quarters. Uh, but there's just there's always that one quarter that the Celtics just fall apart. Uh, and it's something that, you know, realistically we, we can't have happen. Uh, the thing that frustrates me the most is the turnover situation again. Um you know, we ended the game with 18 turnovers, 25 points off of turnovers. They only scored 108 points, right? So a quarter of their points are coming off of turnovers. 23 fast break points. Again, all of this is all of these are are effort driven, right? I mean, fast break points more so than turnovers, points off turnovers. But 23 fast break points. It's just it's not something that it's not something that we can let happen. You know, we have we have control over it. It's all an effort based thing. We have to have guys that are going to run the floor more. Uh, and it's just it's tough to see the first three regular season games. Uh, those are the two big issues every single game, and it's something that needs to change. You know, the Celtics did shoot better tonight. You know, fifty percent from the field. from three, or 39.1%. Upped our free throw percentage a little bit from last game, which isn't saying much considering it was in the 60s before. So 18 of 24. So the free throw numbers did improve. However, again, 9 of 10 of those were from Jeff Teague. Um, So there's, there's still a lot of room for improvement here. You know, when you're letting a team like the Pacers just 
force all of these turnovers consistently, things need to change. Things need to change. Uh, I talked earlier about you know a pretty balanced attack on the the Pacers front. They've got Brogdon twenty five, Sabonis nineteen, T.J. Warren seventeen, McDermott with sixteen, Holiday thirteen, Turner ten. I mean, they had two players that didn't get double digit scoring. Yeah, that's it's not the case with the Celtics. We had two starters that didn't have double digits, and I don't I don't look for a ton of scoring from Tyson Thompson, but again, something needs to something needs to change. The part that I'm super surprised about is the amount of points in the paint for the Pacers. They're an elite team at scoring in the paint with Sabonis um, and Miles Turner, I guess, for that matter. But we're starting two bigs in Tyson Thompson. I don't understand how the Celtics are still letting this happen. You know, Thompson bodied up Sabonis pretty well, but he's still, like, they're still scoring. Granted, I mean, again, I think a lot of that still stems from the fact that they're getting fast break points and turnover points because realistically all a lot of those fast break points are coming from dunks, which in turn are in the paint. Uh, but it's just, we've we have to do something. I've been thinking the last couple games is starting two centers really the right choice against a team with good wings or even is it just a good choice in general i think brad made the right decision tonight in starting two bigs with turner and sabonis uh it's just i i don't know where the fall off is I mean, you see Robert Williams. I mean, he got torched a couple times. Um, he just still is biting on every single up fake. I, I don't understand how he hasn't quite figured that part out. Uh, he did look better today, again, as I mentioned earlier. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll have guests on. I think this is going to be a revolving theme for the rest of the season. But is starting two centers the right choice? You know, you see a lot of teams that have switched and have started going small, and yeah, we have depth at the wing position. Well, I guess not really at the wing position anymore, but we've got depth in in bigs and we've got depth in point guards. Maybe that's why Brad keeps leaning that way. Uh, I guess give Tatum Brown a little bit of breathing room. One of the things that I did like from Brad was you saw a lot of bench players on the court early. Uh, you saw Teague, Pritchard, Grant Williams, uh, Robert Williams all in the game in the first quarter. Uh, so it looked like he was trying to keep the bent, the starters fresh. Uh, one of the things that we still we didn't see today was. Another DNP for Neesmith and Javante Green. And I, I, I'm i going to just chalk it up as it's early in the season. They haven't gotten a, 
a chance to prove themselves in practice. Uh, Neesmith seemed to be that guy. I talked about this last episode too. He seemed to be that guy that was going to get playing time early in the season, and Pritchard completely stole that from him, and he is thriving in his role. Uh, I'm not saying Pritchard shouldn't be there because he is doing everything he needs to at this point. I'm just kind of surprised that Neesmith hasn't made that jump. And then the other guy is Javante Green. Uh, He was a guy that started both of the preseason games, and he hasn't really sniffed the floor. I mean, he got in garbage time minutes last game, uh, but other than that, he really hasn't done anything, uh, which to me was kind of surprising. So I'm looking... I guess, ahead towards this Pacers game. A couple things that the Celtics need to improve on uh, is really trying to limit the amount of turnovers. And I think a lot of that is just going to come down to, you know, Tatum trying to drive more with the ball instead of either forcing shots. Uh I mean, really. I mean, he he had the most turnovers on the team, and again, it's not something that typically happens. He's usually pretty good with that, but we've got Tatum with five, Thompson three, Smart two, JB two, and then every single one of our bench players had at least one or two turnovers for Pritchard. So, as a whole, we need to take care of the ball a lot better in order to compete here. I talked in the game against Milwaukee earlier in the season that, you know, to compete with a lot of these teams, we're going to have, we're going to need nights where we're shooting 40, 45% from three tonight, just shy of that 40 mark. uh, It needs to improve where we should be an elite three point shooting team. We have the guys in place for it. Uh, When you hold a team to, 26 27 percent from three you should be able to win that game and a lot of it comes down to turnovers we turn the ball over way too many times to to win a basketball game and that's really what i'm looking for the celtics to improve on moving forward and into the game two of this matchup coming down on tuesday uh so yeah that's that's what i got today it's It's a fairly short podcast, uh, but I do want to gear you guys up for another great podcast we have coming up on Tuesday. Have a special guest, uh, huge, huge influence in the Celtics community, so make sure to tune in. Uh, We've got a a good bounce-back game against Indy on Tuesday. Big guest. Tune in. I will talk to you soon, Celtics Nation. Have a good night. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.